Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 845, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions, and I answer them for you. You may wonder, well, why should I bother sending Dr. Neil a question? And I'll quote Ray Dalio here, who's founder of the world's largest hedge fund firm, Bridgewater Associates, and recently wrote a book called Principles based on his life. Here's what he said in that book. Quote, listening to uninformed people is worse than having no answers at all. Unquote. I do hope you think that I'm one of those informed people. I do have my doctor of public health degree with an emphasis in chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I also have my master of public health degree with an emphasis in health promotion and health education. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. When I'm not doing this podcast, I actually hold three faculty positions at various higher education institutions. I've been featured in over 70 different media outlets for my expertise on fitness, wellness, and nutrition, and I published research on the effects of diet and weight management. And if you haven't sent me a question yet and you want to, I'll explain how you can do that at the end of the show. So for now, let's hear today's question as we optimize your life. Hi, Dr. Neil. This is Karen. I just wanted to start off by saying that I really enjoy listening to your podcast and I do look forward to it every day. Uh, My question to you is kind of awkward, but uh, it's in regards to bowel movements. Just kind of wanted to get your insight as to why certain people might go more frequently or less frequently than others. You know, I understand it might be related to your diet, exercise, and even stress maybe, but it's not necessarily about constipation. It's just like what happens in your body that causes you to go 
less frequently than others. <laughs> um, if you guessed it, yeah, I don't really go that often. And it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I don't have any discomfort or pain or anything like that. But I just wanted to get your insight on that. Again, thank you for your show. And um, I hope you have a great day. Thank you for your question, Karen. And thank you so much for listening to the show and for your kind words. They truly mean a lot to me. Now, I can understand how your question may seem a bit uncomfortable to some, but based on my experiences with patients and even my students, I'm going to tell you that many people have similar questions. Heck, Dr. Oz did a whole episode on this topic a few years back. In fact, I still remember when I was in school, when we were covering the digestive system module, a friend of mine asked our professor about bowel movement frequency, and he asked publicly in front of the whole class. At the time, my friend was following the eat every three hours, six meals a day plan. And he asked the professor, so how often should we be having a bowel movement? Our professor paused for a moment and then said, ideally after every meal. My friend then blurted out, six times a day? Luckily for my friend, this was one of the very few times my professor was incorrect. I'll explain. There have been studies that examine bowel frequency and disease risk, like colon cancer, for example. There are even studies that look at bowel movement frequency and Parkinson's disease. This is because when it comes to Parkinson's disease and bowel movements, the theory is that the health status of the gut influences the health status of the brain, also known as the gut-brain connection. Most studies have found that one bowel movement each day is about right. In some folks, one bowel movement every two to three days may be fine as well. Unfortunately, when we look at some of the largest studies on this topic, their findings differ. One large study performed in the U.S. found that those with two or more bowel movements each day did not have an increased risk for colon cancer when compared to those that experienced one each day. However, a recently published Japanese study couldn't replicate these results. They found that having a bowel movement once every six days or so had the highest risk for developing colon cancer. So it seems that depending on the person, having anywhere from three bowel movements a day to three per week may be considered normal. So, luckily for my colleague back in school, our professor was incorrect. Six bowel movements a day would not be considered normal. Now, what actually determines stool frequency? So many factors. Age, gender, hydration, medications, stress, diet, of course, body weight, and physical activity, just to name a few. I'm not going to discuss specific disease states like irritable bowel syndrome or IBS, or inflammatory bowel disease, or IBD, because that would need a separate episode on its own. So I'm just going to discuss some of these lifestyle factors and assume that we're talking about an otherwise healthy individual. If we think about age for a moment, for those parents out there, even parents of baby animals, like your fur babies, you probably have noticed that these young ones often have more frequent bowel movements when compared to adults, or even when compared to their older siblings. As we move from young adulthood into middle age and beyond, stool frequency tends to decrease. Women, on average, have fewer bowel movements than men, but that may be just because men eat a higher volume of food in general. Those that have a higher body mass index may have more frequent bowel movements as well. It seems that walking or jogging may lead to more frequent bowel movements too. It's believed that walking and jogging stimulate the colon, the large intestine, to push its contents along a little more quickly. This is what healthcare practitioners call peristalsis. Medications. 
If someone is taking a strong pain reliever like a narcotic or even an antidepressant, this may slow down peristalsis and lead to constipation. When you take antibiotics, they may temporarily wipe out the good bacteria in your colon, which can change your bowel frequency too. You may experience diarrhea or constipation, it just depends. This is because antibiotics are built to kill bacteria. They don't know which ones are good or bad. They just kill all bacteria. What about stress? Stress can absolutely play a role too. In some, stress stimulates peristalsis, which causes more frequent bowel movements. In others, it can lead to constipation. So Karen, I wish I had more definitive answers for you. There are just so many variables that may influence bowel habits. But it seems as though having up to three bowel movements per day to three per week is about normal. Now, when it comes to diet and maintaining stool frequency, the scientific community mostly agrees that staying adequately hydrated, so drinking enough water so that your urine is a pale yellow color, and getting 20 to 35 grams of dietary fiber each day, ideally from whole foods like fruits and vegetables, appear to be most important. Both of these habits will help keep the gut microbiome healthy as well, which we agree definitely influences bowel frequency. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again for the question, Karen. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And you can send one in at oldpodcast.com slash ask. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61 I love OHD. Both methods are in this episode's description, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. All right, that's another week of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits.